Hi, and welcome to the Movement Diaries, a no-holds-barred podcast where we'll unpack all things exercise and movement within the world of the no-pain, no-gain fitness culture. Hosted by me, movement coach Jordana Edelstein, we'll dive into why exercise has notoriously become all about self-punishment, fixing what's wrong with how your body looks, and burning off last night's pizza rather than simply feeling good and strong in your own skin. Let's have some honest, candid conversations about how to shift the all-or-nothing mindset around fitness and reclaim movement and exercise as a way to feel capable, confident, and empowered in your own body and mind. Ready to break the rules of exercise with me? Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back for episode 40 of the Movement Diaries, a solo episode today. And something I want to talk about is... I think this idea that's going around right now that I'm seeing a lot on social media, which can be somewhat of an echo chamber. um, And that is that you, that people can't lose weight and relearn how to eat, rebuild self, self trust with food at the same time. There's this, this belief out there that those two things are mutually exclusive. And I don't, I don't believe that they are. Um, I've been coached in a way that they're not. I've experienced in a way that they're not. I'm successfully coaching people in a way that they're not. And I think it's like another, it's just another sort of incarnation of this all or nothing mindset that we have around our approaches to our bodies and eating and movement. Um, And this has been like really kind of like at the forefront, like top of mind for me lately. And I just wanted to share like a quick little anecdotal story just from last night. And by the time this airs, it'll be a few weeks from now. I actually just did a, talked a whole bunch about it on Instagram. So if you're, if you come along with me on Instagram and you're a listener, by the time you hear this, you might've seen this a couple weeks ago, but I was at a party last night and this really cool ice cream truck that's in my town came for any of my local listeners was the cream truck. And this is like a super high end, ice cream chalk, they make totally custom sundaes. This isn't like your Mr. Good Bar, like frozen, you know, ice cream sandwich. This is like amazing custom sundaes with really cool toppings. It's really fun. And the truck came to the party and I was like, yeah, I want some ice cream. And so I ordered a sundae, my favorite kind. I got vanilla soft serve with chocolate sauce, caramel sauce, whipped cream, colored sprinkles, and a maraschino cherry on top. Love maraschino cherries. And I ended up eating somewhere between like a third to like a half of it. And I was totally done and satisfied. And I threw the rest away. And I took a picture of myself eating the sundae um, because something like this is such a huge win. Like this still doesn't get old for me. Um, You know, I've been kind of comfortably doing this work for a while now, but I spent like magnitudes more time in my life not being able to do things like that that it's still like I still kind of celebrate it every time it happens and I'm grateful for the work that I put in. And here's like I'm not currently trying to lose weight, but even when I was, I was still working on doing things like this, incorporating sweets and desserts into my day-to-day eating in a way that was sustainable. Because up until then, I had always, it had always been the all or nothing thing, right? It's like, okay, well, desserts are reserved for weekends or for a cheat day, and then I can eat as much as I want. And then the next day I'll be good again. I'll go back into like my, you know, my clean eating and I'll just do some extra time at the gym and it'll, you know, it'll all work out. And like that, that restrictive approach, that, that kind of scarcity mindset. And 
what I've learned and what is kind of true in terms of psychology is that excessive scarcity and restriction then creates excessive demand and desire. I mean, look at like economics, like these principles show up over and over. You look at supply and demand, like supply goes down, demand goes up. That's what I'm talking about. If you reduce the supply of these foods that you love, the demand is just going to go up. When you increase the supply, right? Supply goes up, demand goes down. When you increase the supply, when you take away that restriction and that scarcity, the demand goes down. This is not a coincidence. <laughs> like these are these are real true principles that exist in many facets of life. They exist in science when when things move like at a cellular level, when you'll get something of a high concentration moving to something of a low concentration concentration because it needs more of that thing. Like these principles, it's really amazing how these principles show up in like different paradigms of life and existence. I know that's like kind of meta. So I apologize for the sidebar, but that's kind of how my brain works. Um, but to get back to like the topic at hand, you know, when I finally learned that restricting these things was having a complete backfire effect, like the intent, it was like intent versus impact. My intent was like, oh, this is how I'm going to control things and like reduce my overall caloric intake to lose weight. But then the impact was it just made me want those things more, led to overeating, binging, and then feeling like crap and ultimately eating more calories because those binges would be so like honestly, like calorically dense, like you don't realize like how much you can eat when you've restricted yourself and then kind of like the floodgates open. And so, you know, what I have really learned is that working on that and learning how to shift that mindset, which is a lot of work and something that I think goes so much better when you have the support of a coach, someone who can really help you through it, especially those moments when you're like, what do I do? Someone who really gets you, you, everything begins to shift. And maybe you don't start with like, so last night, like I had this Sunday, whereas previously I would have been like looking forward to this all week. And I was looking forward to the party. I wasn't really thinking about the food. I would have been looking forward to like the food at the party all week. And thinking, okay, well, that's going to be my cheat day. So I'll just, I won't eat that much during the day and I'll eat as much as I want. And then I would have eaten like that entire Sunday without paying attention to whether I enjoyed it, whether it was good, how full I was, how my body was feeling. This, it was just very black and white. This is my chance to eat this. So I eat it and that's it. There's no check-in. There's no awareness. There's no paying attention. And that's like where all the disconnect is. Like there's no self-trust around food when there's just like this rule of this is my day to eat whatever I want. So I will eat as much as I want today. It doesn't matter whether or not I feel like eating it, whether I like it, whether it's good. Right. And I know if you're listening and you've been through this, which I know many of you guys have, like, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And so the freedom to be able to get this Sunday and eat the amount that I wanted and be paying attention while I was doing it. And then to know that I was done and be able to comfortably throw it away is, I mean, that is, that's what food freedom is. Because I know that if I wanted a Sunday today or tomorrow, I could go get one. But here's the thing, like, and this is what I talked about a little bit on Instagram. Like, I know then the thought is, well, if I told myself that if I could have, you know, a Sunday, a cake, ice cream, whatever it is every day of the week, I would eat it every day of the week and I'd never be able to lose weight. But the reality is that's not true, right? Let's go back to that scarcity and desire kind of spectrum. When you allow these foods into your life, 
you won't want them as much. The demand and the desire is going to go down. Now, I'm not saying you start with this with some of the foods that might feel the most challenging for you. Maybe you start with something really small, like a small piece of candy or like a single cookie or something like that, where you can start to like really build the skills and the confidence and show yourself you have to get the reps. Like my coach always talks about, you have to get the reps. So start with something small that feels doable. It might feel really scary and overwhelming to do it with a Sunday, especially if you're trying to do this while you're losing weight. Totally fine. Start with something small and practice having that small thing maybe in your house or just knowing that if you really want something, you can go out and like buy the cookie, have the cookie, um, have the piece of candy, whatever it is. And you'll start to realize that when you see that you can have it whenever you want, you won't want it as often. You just won't. Like, I I know it seems hard to believe that. You have to try it and do it. And that's why it's great to start with something that feels like small and doable. It doesn't feel like it's going to, quote, like derail your progress, which it won't. You can't, you know, separate conversation. But starting small is always the way to go. Um, And here's the thing, like kind of back to the original not the original topic, but one of the things I want to talk about is I think there's this belief that you can't do that and lose weight at the same time in sort of like the, the wellness nutrition diet space right now. That's kind of like a a really big topic of conversation and whether or not that's something you've heard or seen, um, you know, I don't know, but it's something that I'm seeing a lot and that I want to be really clear It is possible to make these changes, to relearn, to build trust, to take away scarcity, and to lose weight at the same time. Um, Because it's not all or nothing. You don't, you don't need to, because let's, here's the thing. If you don't believe that that's possible, then you're left with one of two options. You're left feeling like, well, then the only way that I can lose weight is by restriction, is by these rules, is by like you know, the, the crazy diets that I've done my whole life that have led me to this chronic yo-yoing place, or you're left in a place where you don't really have the support and the tools to lose weight, right? It becomes just about the relationship with food. And for some people, that's what they need to do, right? It, it, it depends what your goals are. I work primarily with people who are wanting to work with both. Um, so, you know, if you're someone who just wants to lose weight and has no interest in reworking their relationship with food, we're not a good fit. And if you're someone who just wants to focus on working on your relationship with food, a hundred percent, I still work with people like that, but it's this belief that like, that there's not a way to do both. And so that's really what this work is about is putting in the work and showing up and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. It would It's going to feel uncomfortable to start to give yourself permission to maybe keep one or two extra things in the house. And I'm not saying go out and buy tons of packages of cookies and ice cream and keep all that in the house. Pick like maybe one thing. If you're used to like not keeping things around, maybe pick one like single serve thing, like things that come in single serve packages and keep that around and see what that feels like. Um. Because that's how you get comfortable, get you, you build the confidence. You don't, you don't get confident by like waiting for this magical thing to happen. You get confident by doing the thing. The confidence comes as a result of taking action. Like this is, this is like so much what I've learned from my coach and it's so true. You have to take action in order to get better at something. And sometimes it requires taking action when you feel really uncomfortable and unsure because you've never done that thing. Well, here's the thing you need to do. 
You need to, if you really want to make changes and be able to move away from this cheat day mentality, you need to pick something that you have previously restricted, have had like, you know, had made, have made scarce in your life and start to bring it back in, in a more um, kind of consistent, um, plentiful way and see what happens. Um, and you can do that and lose weight at the same time. And here's the thing, when you do those things together, your weight loss will be forever. You will never have to go on another diet because you have learned, you have rebuilt the trust and the skills and the confidence that your body knows. Our bodies are so smart and so wise, like beyond what you can even comprehend. We suck all that out of them when we try to meet all these external goals and use external rules and we unlearn that trust and there's only this distrust of our body, but I don't know. Like, and that's why we restrict foods. We don't trust ourselves. And the only way to rebuild that trust is with practice and doing things that make you feel uncomfortable. Um, and this is why I think a coach is super helpful because it's hard to navigate some of that stuff on your own or, or so any type of a group. Um, Having people who are going through a similar thing as you, that's always invaluable, whether it's a coach or a group, some type of community. Um, So I think that's all for today. As always, if you listen to this and you feel inspired to to make a change, reach out to me. I'd love to hear how it's going. Um, And more soon. Thank you so much for listening and being here. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Movement Diaries. If you love this episode or are enjoying this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want more information or want to learn more about me or anything I offer, you can check me out on Instagram. My handle is just my first name and my last name, Jordana Adelstein. Website is the same thing. I have lots of free classes and tutorials, and I'm always sharing. I'm on Instagram pretty much every day sharing what's going on in my life and how to make movement and exercise a more joyful part of your routine. Again, thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.